0: Thank you, Tony, and it's a joy and a privilege to share in this Pentecost service with the members and friends of the Central Hall Westminster as we meet together in this zooming way. So, a short prayer. Come, Holy Spirit. Give to us receptive hearts and minds. Take mere words. And use them to convey your grace to each one of us. In Christ's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Friends, we come to Pentecost um, rejoicing and hopeful. But um, the hundred and twenty disciples also who met together on that first Pentecost, they were not hopeful. They were confused, they felt abandoned, they were downhearted, they were unsure of the future. They'd spent seven whole weeks in a kind of corporate self-isolation, their own version of lockdown, for fear of the authorities. Friends, times were bleak if you were a disciple. But There was hope. The scripture tells us at the beginning of chapter two, they were all together in one place. (laughs) That is exactly what we can't do today. We can't be together in one place. But interestingly, This passage is not just about location. It's about something more than that. It's about attitude. It's about hope. It's about desire for God. It's about encouragement. It's about support and openness. They were, what Luke wants to tell us is they were as one. Now, we can't be together in one place, but we can be together in spirit and hope, in one heart and mind. We can be as one. We be in different locations, for actually from all around the world, but we are together as one, as we focus in worship, as we are seeking to follow Christ, as we desire not only God, but also to serve God. And then it says, and suddenly from heaven, the entire house was filled. The disciples were filled not by new wine, as the crowd think, but by divine intervention into the gloom and the uncertainty of their lives. They are filled with God's Holy Spirit in a new and a full way. And suddenly, from heaven, the disciples are different people, actually, as a result of this. They are empowered. They are strengthened. They they have courage. Fear is dispelled, and no longer do they keep on hiding. They stand before the crowd and they share good news. But they're also equipped, they're equipped with the gifts for ministry, for worship, for leadership. They're equipped, in this case, with the languages of the people to be able to share that good news. And actually, as we begin to read the beginning of the Acts of the Apostles, we discover that their values have changed and their attitudes have changed. What Paul later will call The fruit of the Spirit is at work in their lives. For they are equipped, not just to be able to do things, but also to be and become different people. And just as they were empowered and they were equipped, so can we be. And they're enabled. They're emboldened for ministry. From hiding, they go public and they speak not of themselves. They've spent seven weeks and a bit before that being concerned about themselves, their place, their greatness, but now they point to the life and ministry, to the death and resurrection of Jesus. They have good news, and they want to share it, they're bubbling over with the joy of the news that they have. And they're empowered by the Spirit to share that. The Holy Spirit who comes in a new and a full way to all those who will believe. The Holy Spirit who is a creative spirit, bringing order out of chaos, how we need that now. The Holy Spirit who is a life-giving Spirit and applies to us the love and the mercy and the forgiveness of Jesus if we seek him. The Holy Spirit who is the divine Spirit who was there at the very beginning of all things there at the baptism of jesus coming as a dove who was there in and with jesus in all that he did how we need that divine spirit with us now and a prophetic spirit speaking truth to power as the disciples as we shall see in the next few chapters of acts they confront the authorities who were corrupt and arrogant and abusing power, how we need that now. And an intoxicating spirit of the living God. They were surprised by joy. They were enlivened by power and hope and love. They were propelled to speak and to serve. How we need that now, and at the end of the address of Peter to the crowd, they they interrupt him. they ask a question, "What then shall we do?" And Peter very succinctly, says there's some things you need to put right with God, you need to repent you you, there are some things in your lives of which you're ashamed, and now's the time to put them out. And you need to focus on Jesus and recognize who he is and what he did, that he came for your salvation. And by the way, be baptized, because that's a way of committing yourself to the way of Jesus. And above all, on this Pentecost Day, receive. The Holy Spirit that is to you and to all people, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. So, as we share in this service, as we are one, so God is with each of us to equip us, to empower us, to enable us in our service, in our devotion, in our discipleship. And so, as we come to the end of this brief sermon, I invite you uh, to share in a prayer with me. Uh, And maybe you'd like to just cup your hands uh, in the sense that you're receiving and to follow me as our leaders in a prayer come come holy spirit come to change and transform me there are things of which i am ashamed come refine and purify my life in the white heat of your love come transform me by the saving grace of jesus Come, Holy Spirit, that I may be empowered, equipped, enabled to serve others, to share good news, and to rejoice in Your presence. I ask this in the name and for the sake of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, and God bless.